0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Davis Matic. You guys can find me on Twitter at Davis Matic. This is, of course, our weekly waiver wire show here on the uh, the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast. As you guys know, we're heading into week 15. Uh, No more mentions of the FFPC main event. No more mentions of any high stakes leagues because the high stakes waiver wires are all done. Um, So if you're in any of those formats and you're listening, you know, I guess, uh, you know, thanks. Thanks for continuing to listen. So we'll be focused. Focusing a little bit more on strategy with waivers, what you can be doing with your roster spots, and just kind of, you know, 12-team leagues, home leagues, not, uh, not championships type stuff. As always, we'll do quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. Starting out at quarterback, of course, we got Mike White. Uh, Mike White uh, has been pretty good, 37 passing attempts per game. He is uh, super banged up, but he gets to play the Detroit Lions this week. That's the highest total game of the week. I think it uh, is probably going to be pretty good. They're allowing... they're just allowing. They're just allowing lots of points. The Detroit Lions' defense are, even though they have really, uh, you know, figured things out in their secondary the last couple weeks. Now, I, I think probably most of the people who are picking up Mike White would be people who just lost Kyler this last week. So some of the other guys who you can fill in: Ryan Tannehill, Brock Purdy. I, I would have Mike White at the top of this list. Although um, one thing I would tell you guys are. If you have a good quarterback, you know, if you have Mahomes, if you have one of these guys, not the worst thing to do to play defense on some of these quarterbacks, you know, pick up Tannehill, pick up Mike White, pick up Matt Ryan, maybe even Desmond Ritter, who did, uh, he was like the most athletic quarterback at the Combine, and he gets to play against the Saints, Ravens, and Cardinals to, uh, to close the year. In fact... I think you could probably add Ritter just sort of as a, a speculative bid anyways. I, I do I kinda like I kinda like adding him right now. And it sounds like there is like no threat of an in-game bench because Mariota went to the injured reserve and then uh, just like left the team. He's he's like not even coming to meetings or anything. So it sounds like he's pretty pissed off. So maybe uh, lining up for Ritter to start next season as well. Moving to running back, uh, the first guys we need to mention are Pierre Strong and Kevin Harris, both who scored on Monday night. And, uh, you know, I mean, we don't know when Damian Harris is going to be back. We don't know when Ramondre Stevenson is going to be back. So Pierre Thomas played 32% of the snaps, five carries, two targets, uh, averaged. 14 yards rushing because he had a long rushing touchdown, 5 for 70 as a rusher. Kevin Harris was not as impressive as a rusher, but did play more of the snaps. Kevin Harris, uh, just a little bit of a fun fact, he is the youngest player on an NFL roster right now, so that is, I guess, I don't know, I guess that's sort of interesting. But I'm adding both of those guys a little bit. And they would probably be, uh, if I didn't need a a starter this week, you know, if I hadn't lost someone, um, they would probably be my number one pickups because they could, I I think, be league winners down the stretch. Uh, Then we have Chuba Hubbard. He has 34 touches to Dante Foreman's. 46 touches over uh, the time that uh, Sam Darnold has been the team's starter. He's got a 9% target share with Sam Darnold. You know, all of these things are sort of interesting. And Foreman just doesn't really look like, uh, I mean, honestly, he just doesn't really look like an NFL starter unless the team is playing against the Atlanta Falcons. Travis Homer got 91% of the snaps at running back. Uh, no practice at all last week for Ken Walker. And Homer is, I think, ahead of DJ Dallas anyways. He had 11 touches to DJ Dallas's four uh, after he came back from his ankle injury in Week 8. So even if Dallas is active, I would still think Homer is kind of like a low-end running back, too. Apparently, Damian Pierce suffered an ankle injury. The team also cut Eno Benjamin, which leaves Darre Ogun and Rex Burkhead as the team's only two remaining running backs. I think they have another practice squad guy whose name is not coming to me right now. I honestly I it would I would be hard pressed to start either one of them, though I would imagine that Ogun is gonna get more rushing attempts, but honestly, the only thing that we care about is who gets more dump offs between Dare and Rex as they are uh, the Texans are a 14-point home dog against the Kansas City Chiefs, although, you know, look, uh, crazy, crazier things have happened, right? I mean, the Texans did almost beat the Dallas Cowboys this last week, so whatever, Uh, next we need to get into some stashes because as we know teams are going to start resting guys some teams are just going to be all the way out of it so I think there are a couple guys to stash Boston Scott a good stash if the Eagles rest Miles Sanders Josh Kelly a really good stash Uh, Isaiah Spiller basically not playing at all anymore for the Los Angeles Chargers Keontae Ingram would be the stash if James Conner gets rested Marlon Mack Played 32% of the snaps and scored a 66-yard screen pass this last week. Uh, Savant Ahmed was active over Miles Gaskin, and uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. suffered another injury this week, a hip injury. Ahmed might be a guy who's able to get in a little bit, but just in general, think about using guys who would be a beneficiary of any sort of resting. I mean, you know, it's like Trey Sermon. Uh, the, the team could rest Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, and Kenny Gainwell. Uh, so you just kind of be thinking about your backup running back roster spots like that. Moving on to wide receiver. I mean, honestly, at this point, Elijah Moore, I think, is probably a fantasy starter. He's got 16 targets the last two games from Mike White, and his route participation is all the way up to right about 85%. He is the team's clear slot wide receiver. Corey Davis suffered a concussion this last week, but I think just most importantly is Elijah Moore has earned, you know, he's curried the favor of Robert Sala, and that is, I think, pretty important. Uh, Chris Moore, I mean, what is the reason for Nico Collins to play? I don't think Brandon Cooks is going to play. Chris Moore registered an insane 40% of the team's targets this last week, and almost 60% of their uh, air yards. I mean, he had 10 for 124 in a game where his quarterbacks just were playing awful. I I think he's probably a 10-team league starter, honestly, at at this point, given this usage. DJ Shark and Jamison Williams both need to be rostered right now. Shark is, I think, probably a starter. He's got 35% of Detroit's air yards since coming back off the IR and playing in a full-time role. And Jared Goff has been throwing a ton. Again, we saw DeAndre Swift reverting back to a part-time back. They, they're just not going to run that much. But I do think Jamison Williams needs to be rostered, mostly for the fact that they're going to have this huge bonanza game week 17 against that junior varsity Chicago Bears defense, and he, he might be a top 25 wide receiver that week. Tutu Atwell, nine targets Three rushes, 61% of the snaps on Thursday. And I know this was so long ago, but basically, he was the primary playmaker for the Carolina Panthers offense, which seems insane, but honestly, y- y- you have started worse guys this year. Uh, Nelson Aguilar led the Patriots in targets and routes after Devontae Parker got a concussion. Tyreek Hill is banged up, so, you know, Trent Shurfield could be a guy who ends up getting a bunch of routes. Isaiah Hodgins is, is basically the last body left on the New York Giants. Uh, Richie James has a concussion, and uh, Hodgins and Slayton are, are really the only guys left on that roster, and, um, I mean, you know, a couple other guys. Nick Westbrook-Akine, if Traylon Burks misses again, we'll see what happens with the Cincinnati guys. Tyler Boyd, I think maybe even broke his finger, and T. Higgins hurt his hamstring. Trent Irwin ran more routes uh, than, than Trent Taylor, you know, whatever. I, I would rather start Tutu well than either of those guys. Moving to the tight ends, uh, Chigakongo, the tight end nine and the tight end two the last two weeks with an 18% target share. Now, he's only running routes on about 50% of dropbacks, but Austin Hooper, and Austin Hooper has been running more routes, but He's just not. He's not going to earn the the same amount of targets. So I think Chig, honestly, at this time at this point is like a top ten ish tight end. I mean, that's how bad the position is. Tyler Conklin, uh, double digit target share every week with Mike White, gets to play against the Lions this week. Seems pretty good. Juwan Johnson uh, is is the really the lowest end guy. And then I guess Trey McBride did see six targets from Colt McCoy this last week. He's been so bad, but. Honestly, at tight end, that is just kind of the name of the game. So, that's a quick run through the waivers this week. Hope that was useful. Hope that was helpful. Really, just be thinking about the strategy of, of what you need to be doing with these roster spots. If your opponent maybe has a bad defense on their roster, spend a couple extra bucks to block them at defense. If your opponent just lost Kyler Murray, spend a couple extra bucks to block them from the best quarterback stream. You know, look at what your opponents need every single week. Uh, make sure that you're using, uh, you know, maybe some of these wide receivers we talked about about you know Isaiah Hodgins and whatnot like unless you're going to be starting him use a lot of those uh, bench spots you have for sort of uh you know high upside stash running backs and things like that so hope that was useful hope that was helpful everyone good luck in your fantasy football playoffs and I will see you back on Thursday Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh,